So we move on from that personal encounter, which we'll still talk about another time, like I said last week. But today we just want to look at personal consecration. Every man who must be sent of God, must be sent by God, must have experience of personal consecration. In fact, for you to claim that you have an encounter, are you following me? It must lead you to a fresh, to a fresh dimension of consecration. Every true encounter from heaven must lead to fresh consecration. Because the reason God gives us encounters is to transform us, is to change us, is to make us more like himself so that we can represent him better. Are you getting this point I'm making? And God wants to do that until we become exactly like him. Even in the places where he has sent us, he also still wants to perfect us so that more and more we are like him. Do you know what I found in the churches amongst us? I'm not just talking about this church alone. Is that many encounters, and I said this in a meeting last year, somewhere, not here. You know, that many encounters are wasted because they never truly achieve the desired end which is meant to lead us to a higher level of consecration. Amen. Amen. So let's now go to Ezekiel, uh, sorry, Isaiah, as, I, as we begin to round up. Today's message was not meant to be too long, just for us to now be able to tie this together. So we are looking at this other aspect of the requirement for sending, which is consecration. And that has to be a lifelong because God always wants to send us into higher roles, higher roles, higher roles, higher dimensions of expression of himself. Hallelujah. Amen. But it must come out of a life that is consecrated. Let's turn to Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah had prophesied for five chapters of his life. I hope you knew that. But there were certain things God could not commit to him to go and deliver. Amen. Amen. Even those of us who may think we are doing well, God wants to send you in higher capacities with greater grace, with greater expression and manifestation of his person and of his power at a level you have never seen before. Are you getting me? But the encounters he gives us are meant to prepare us for that. And one of the things an encounter is meant to do for us is to lead us to a higher consecration. If you are not ready to increase your level of, to raise your level of consecration, you are not ready to move up in the fulfillment and the discharge of your role as an ambassador. You will be limited to what you can do. You'll be limited in where you can go. You'll be limited in what he can send you into. Hallelujah. But God wants, God wants us to go higher and higher. 
in our apostolic mission as a body. Amen. Amen. There's no limitation. But that's a life journey. And we must increasingly progress with God in this dimension. So I go to Isaiah 6 again. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole head is full of his glory. And the post of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. So I said, woe is me, for I am undone. Other translations say I'm ruined. Other, another translation will say I'm finished. Because I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a life coal, which he had taken from, with the tongue from the altar, and he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold! This has touched your leaves. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin is purged. That's where I'm going to stop this morning. What is that? I will call that consecration, personal consecration for a higher purpose. What is consecration then? I don't want you to get into the theology of uh, consecration, sanctification, uh, dedication. If you get into that theology, you may you may get something strong. But there is nothing complex about it. They are interrelated. You can't have one without the other. Hallelujah. They are interrelated, and I'll explain that closely. But consecration, as I want to approach it this morning, is the willing. Surrenderance of oneself to be set apart for sacred purpose. You will discover I've used words that connote sanctification in the midst of that because they share the same root word. Whether you look at Hebrew or you look at the Greek, they share the same root word. Consecration and sanctification, they share the same root word. Even the word holiness. Are you following me? But what this is about is about a willing surrenderance of oneself. In this case, to God. Set apart or what is also made called, what is also seen as made holy for sacred purpose or for God's highest purposes. Hallelujah. That's what we are talking about. 
Anytime God encounters a man just the way this is, God will reveal his attributes. God will reveal his nature. God will reveal himself. And in that revelation, a man will discover himself. A man will discover who he is. Every true revelation of God brings you to a revelation and a discovery of yourself. Hallelujah. You haven't had a revelation if it doesn't bring you to a point where you discover yourself. Hallelujah. Because a revelation actually is like putting you in front of a mirror and say, see the perfect image and look at yourself. Are you getting me? That's what revelation does for a man. And that's why revelation transforms. Revelation brings transformation. Are you following me? Because you have to discover yourself. A true revelation from God brings you into a position where you see yourself. It's not necessarily imperfection you see. In this case, we are seeing imperfection. But sometimes in revelation of God to you, you, just, you suddenly discover who you are. Wow! This is me in him. Are you following me? But it must bring you to a discovery that must lead to a change. And that's why 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 says, and we all with unveiled faces, beholding the glory of God. As in a mirror, I've been changed from one level of glory or one degree of glory to another. Are you following me? So that's what it is. And I am praying because this man saw, he, be, he beheld the glory of God. And out of that came a discovery of himself. Something done on him that had never been there before. He saw himself the way himself is in the presence of a holy God. Holy, holy, holy. I don't want to go into Hebrew and Greek of that for now, because I don't have enough time. But the reality is that that was what was proclaimed. And in it, this man found himself wanting. And I'm praying that will be a people who are progressively having a revelation of God that will lead to a discovery of ourselves so that we can adjust our position. We can be changed in that light to become a better people that it can send. Hallelujah. So that was what happened here. And what did this man do? He found himself for who he is. And for consecration to be consecration, there must be a confession. You can see that there was a confession, a personal admittance of where he is. Can any one of us, you know, remember when last you the word of God confronted you, you had an encounter with God and he said, no, I'm not right. I'm not where I should be. Something has to change. It's an admittance. It has, to, it has to lead to a confession. This is who I am. All along, if you remember chapter 5, this man was proclaiming woe, 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 woe to other people. He never saw himself. We can be like that. We go into a ministry of criticism, a ministry of accusation of others. But until God encounters you, you will not know where you are wrong as well. Ambassadors are not critics. They are not social critics. There are people who reflect the image of God. 
They can correct, they can challenge, but they are not just social critics. Many of the social critics that I know, when you put them in position of the same responsibility of the people they are criticizing, they fail. Many of them. Because they know what is wrong in others, but they have not seen what is wrong in themselves. That's why we are not sent as social critics. We are people to reflect the image of God. May God give us understanding of this in Jesus' name. So the man bowed down and said, woe is me. I'm, I'm finished here. And because of that personal confession, there, is a, there was a cleansing. Consecration starts with confession, personal confession. Then there is a cleansing, a purification, a taking away of that which contaminates. Hallelujah. We all have things that needs to continually be purged, be cleansed from us. Are you following me? There is a purification, and that is a work of God. You can't do that for yourself. You cannot clean yourself. You require God to clean you, but you must admit that you are wrong. You must admit that things are not, things are not where they should be. That is what Isaiah experienced, and all of us are involved in this. May God give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. A people who must represent God must come to this level. And so something happened. A call was taken. And I'll tell you what instrument God uses to do this for us. Because I don't have the time today. A fresh fire, fresh coal from the presence of God was put and touched his tongue. Where it was, where it discovered that his errors were. For a people to be truly consecrated unto God, that is fully devoted for holy use, there must be humility. And they touched. He wasn't accused because you don't come, you don't accuse somebody who has confessed. You only they only need pardon. They only need help. And may we ask for the help of God individually, collectively in Jesus' name. This is what it is about. God has not called us in perfection. God has called us as we are in order to perfect his image in us. You get the point I'm making this morning, even as we begin to close. So you will see something there. I talk about set apart because that's what the word holy. The word holy means set apart. Separated. Make different, set apart. That's what the word sanctification, that's where it comes from. Are you getting me? Sanctification is a process of being progressed, of being, of being made progressively holy. You are set apart and God does a work in you, in your spirit, in your mind, and in your body. Are you getting me? In a progressive way. We are sanctified by the word of God that brought us into salvation, but we are being sanctified. That's what the scripture says. Are you following me? And the process of it is willing yieldedness of oneself. Full surrender. Separated unto God for sacred purpose. And every one of us who must amount to great things in the sight of God must experience this 
constantly. You must not relent in asking God to change you, to transform you in any area, in any aspect of your life. All of us. May the Lord give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. We have talked about salvation, justification, sanctification before. But today, I'm not going into all of those theology. I'm simply saying, we have to change. <laughs> yeah. For us to continue to be a people God can rely on, God can send into higher and higher roles in the world, we must be a people who are fully surrendered, humble ourselves before him, and separated, set apart mm. for his use. Mm. Amen. Amen. I said, don't go into all the theology. Some will say consecration comes because sanctification. Some say sanctification comes because consecration. It's, it's not as complex. It, it's like a circular that. The more, the more consecrated, the more sanctified. The more sanctified, the more you know you... You have to consecrate them all. And it just, it goes like that. You don't get out of it. May the Lord give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Then came the voice, who shall I send? I'll go into that another time. But personal consecration is indispensable mm. if we must be effective ambassadors on the earth. Bow down ahead as we pray together. Just talk to God. Brothers and sisters, God wants us to represent him. And increasingly, I'm seeing that in the way we conduct ourselves, in what we say, in what we do, God is calling all of us to a fresh consecration. We can't dodge this. We cannot. It may be a little thing here, a little thing there. Up until now, Mr. Isaiah did not see this aspect of his life. Then suddenly the light of God shone on it. That's part of God's goodness. It's part of God's faithfulness. And he needed to offer himself afresh. He needed to lay himself down afresh at the altar of God. I'll talk about that altar building. I'll talk about that later. Another day. But what God is saying today is this. Are you ready to surrender yourself fully? Are you ready to humble yourself? Are you ready to receive a touch of God that will change you? Conform us to the image of God that we may be able to represent him, not just carry his name, but carry his, reflect his image and bear his glory wherever we are. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name.